Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I, I, the first thing I wanted to ask, obviously you all have the ROH 15th anniversary coming up. What was the motivation in making that what it seems to be a tradition in Las Vegas? Um, that's a good question. And what is this, our third third time doing it there, I think, in a row? Yeah, third time in a row. We uh, used to do it in New it York, is, right. but yeah, it seems like a yeah. Vegas thing now. Yeah, it's a Vegas thing because we think it's a big event and Vegas likes big events. And uh, quite frankly, it's a wonderful facility for us. There's a... Always a large fan base that's in Las Vegas anytime we're there, which gives fans on the West Coast or in places that don't normally get to see a Ring of Honor live show get to experience it while they're also experiencing Las Vegas. So it's kind of a, no pun intended, because where we're going, a win-win for everybody. So uh, is doing more pay-per-views out West something you all are interested in? I know that... Previously, you all had kind of been based in in the East, but uh, it seems like it's worked out well for you in Vegas. It has, and I think a lot has to do with the location. It has to do with uh, Sam's Town as a venue, and um, I, I, you know, we've really ventured. We ventured once during WrestleMania weekend, I believe, when it was in uh, the San Jose area, out to do a show that far out. Um, We probably will. make Las Vegas our most Western terminus for now. Um, There are no shows further West scheduled for 2017, but I will tell you that we are tempted to do that because we know we have a large fan base in California. And uh, we, we know as evidenced by the crowd that came to that show when we were up in San Jose area. So it's not out of the question. It's just not in the schedule right now. Uh, For this card, we see a nice mixture of, talent that has been around for quite a while as well as new talent like we're seeing the boys wrestle we're seeing uh, two members of the kingdom who are fairly new marty scroll leo rush uh i know that you all have had some roster turnover recently what what do you attribute that to oh i think that's just uh just happens i don't i don't think it's any specific reason i think that uh you know, one thing I've always encouraged for anybody who works for Ring of Honor is to do what's best for them as a as a performer, as an employee. And uh, if Ring of Honor satisfies their their wishes and, and, and fulfills them from a growth perspective and income perspective, 
then I would I would hope that they would stay. But you know, people come and go in this world. Um, it's not uncommon to change jobs. It just seems to be a little bit more under the microscope when it's Ring of Honor or any wrestling promotion for that matter. And I, I think that there's a a tendency sometimes to read more into it. And I, I don't think there is any more to it. We're in a unique place in wrestling right now. We've never seen a landscape quite like what we have now. I do a show with Matt Riddle, and he straight up said that about maybe a year or so ago he had thought about doing some work with Ring of Honor, called WWE for their blessing, and they were like, well, maybe not. Maybe go do this Evolve <laughs> thing. Is well, What kind of obstacle is that for you all to overcome when – you all have a big wrestling company that's like, well, you know, what what does that say to you rather that WWE would rather him go there? I think it 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 flatters me actually, and it's very complimentary to my organization that that they, they would view us in that in that way that um, they would feel that they would rather keep him somewhat in their fold than have them in my fold. So I I, I actually look at it as flattering, you know. Anytime my guys go up to WWE, and, and quite a few have, and they succeed there, it speaks to it speaks it speaks to what Ring of Honor really represents, and what what it represents to the fan um, is a brand, and it's a brand that's a style of wrestling, and it's a style of excellence, and it, it, it we're really beginning to show that it doesn't matter necessarily who wrestles that brand and that style. But that's what the fans are coming to see. It's embodied in people like Adam Cole and, and the Young Bucks and War Machine and Jay Lethal, the Briscoes. And I can go through my whole roster because I always like to because I don't want them <laughs> to think I favor anyone more than the other. But no matter what level you are in Ring of Honor, when you step into that ring in front of a crowd, they're wrestling the Ring of Honor style and the Ring of Honor brand. And I know that for a fact because when I'm at an event, and the expectations are met, and they're met from different levels, and they're met at different times. But it's an expectation of the fan to see unbelievable athleticism, unbelievable art integrity to their craft, unbelievable experience. And I think the guys also feel that. And there's a moment, there's a moment in time when this happens, and all of a sudden there's a spontaneous chanting and a spontaneous eruption that's totally organic and totally dynamic. And when I feel that, and I feel that every time I go to a Ring of Honor show, what I'm really feeling is the authenticity of our brand. Ring of Honor brand is the most authentic brand in wrestling. And I think it, it, it's exhibited and it's felt and it's validated all by what I said. It's that total immersion experience for wrestler and for fan. There's something I actually wanted to ask you about that. You know, Ring of Honor is known for their look, how they present things, the style of wrestling. Is there ever a plan to step up those values, or is it something that you want to kind of stick with what brought you to the dance? We saw TNA a few years ago really increase their production values, but now they've had to scale it back to the point to where if you look at one of their shows from maybe four or five years ago, it looks like it's more current than what they're, they, they do now. Uh, have there ever been any talks or anything of that nature? Uh, that's an excellent question. And, and let me let me just talk about that that production comment that that you you know you just made in your in your question. I think that's a little bit overplayed. Mm-hmm. I think it's the wrestling that people are tuning in to see, as evidenced by the number of people who watch grainy internet wrestling matches or watch on their iPhones or watch on 
whatever method they can get it. And somehow or another, it doesn't matter what the production looks like. Because once you realize that you're watching a gritty kind of show where the lighting isn't great, if the matches and the action in the ring is better than that, then that becomes the focus. Back to your original question, though, about are we status quo? And I think that's kind of what you were asking. Are we happy with what we present? And is that enough? I think the answer really lies in, 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 in almost this way. When we purchased Ring of Honor from Carrie Silken in 2010, uh, 2011, started talking in 2010, we bought a promotion that I felt had an incredible core value, a core value to the wrestler who's wrestling, what I talked about earlier, a core value to the fan. And I think any good businessman or any good business identifies what that core strength is and does everything in the world to preserve that core. What I think we've done in the last set of years, you know, going back five anniversary shows, because this is like our fifth one now, is I think we've stimulated the progress of our brand. And I think we have brought up production values, and I think we've brought up venue battle, uh, uh, values, and I think we've invested in talent the way we, do, we need to as a business and give that back to the fan. So I don't think there's anything that I would say to you, I don't want to change anything. I don't want to change the essence of Ring of Honor. I want to increase, I want to increase and enhance the essence of Ring of Honor. As I mentioned, this is a unique spot in pro wrestling. I mean, last a couple of years ago, we kind of saw it with the Samoa Joe thing. Like he started off, he was going to work for both, but now we got Cody Rhodes who is working everywhere, and I mean like everywhere. If I started up a promotion in my backyard, he might take a booking here. Like he's he's unbelievable the, the way he's he's crafted this to be able to do that. What do you think has changed that mentality? Because it used to not be like this. It used to be. You work here, nowhere else. Also, watch what if you do, you got to watch what you do elsewhere. Uh, what do you think has changed that that type of mindset? Well, I don't think it's really been that changed. I mean, you know, in in, in the world of wrestling right now, there's three promotions that are basically work exclusively with guys. Um, of course, the WWE being, you know, the 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 the, the biggest of that. But TNA also has some exclusive wrestlers, and we have our own stable and roster of exclusive wrestlers. But there are other wrestlers out there that deserve to be seen, that we want our fans to be seen, that we feel we could work a, a shorter arc if they're not looking for a long-term commitment. And, you know, it can't be everybody because you can't have a promotion like that. Um, I think, I think for me, I think we deserve, you know, it's all about the fan experience. And if, if bringing in Cody and, you know, Cody wanted to wrestle in Ring of Honor, I think there's a lot of stars and performers in Ring of Honor that Cody wouldn't get to wrestle unless he was wrestling in Ring of Honor. And I'm okay with that because it exposes Cody to our fan base who may not see him live or may not see him on Ring of Honor television. And we, we know exactly what that relationship is. I'm thrilled about it. He's a, he's a fantastic performer. He's a very, very nice man. And I'm proud to have him as part of our roster. Now, at the end of all of these um, auditions or tests or whatever you want to call them, he chooses to be exclusively with Ring of Honor. We would love that. So I, 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 I don't have a problem with that. Um, what I'm most proud of, though, and it's something that you kind of mentioned and alluded to earlier, I'm really most proud of the fact that we're part of that narrative. You know, I think it's important to be part of that narrative. And 
I think if, if anything we've done in the last five years is we've gone from being like the top independent promotion to being part of the wrestling narrative. I like that. Speaking of Cody and how he's able to work everywhere, are, what kind of market do you see for free agents now? And are you all actively in that market? Like I said, you all have lost a few names, but you've picked up several as well over the past uh, few months. But you've got a commentary team that looks nothing like it used to, obviously. You've got some guys you all were trying to establish in Donovan Dijak, ACH, that look like they won't be back. But uh, on the other hand, there are Drew Galloway's, there are Matt and Jeff Hardy's, there's Jade. There's a lot of people out there, and plus all the up-and-coming up names, of course. Uh, what kind of a player are you all in that free agent market? Well, I think we're a good player. But again, I don't really, you know, I, I don't. That's not what I get involved in. I have a creative team and a and a business unit that works closely together to make sense to make sense of those kinds of people. And I'm not making that they're the, any specific kind of people. If it makes sense for Ring of Honor, I mean, you, you know, they've been wrestling a different brand and a different style. And if it doesn't work for us, it's not going to work for them. So I think that has to be evaluated on a person-by-person basis. But all of the names that you mentioned are superb performers. But they might have different ideas creatively than we have, and it all has to, it all has to work together because the ultimate result and the ultimate outcome I'm looking for is the fan and making sure we deliver a product that's our product and we're true to our brand, true to our core. And if this goes back to what I said, stimulates the progress of our brand by – by bringing in those kinds of talents, then we're, we're always open to that. Christopher Daniels is in an interesting spot on this show, actually. He's a guy who turns 46 this month, 46. And he he's may, amazing. He may have never been more popular. Like, he, everything worked out for him the way, it, the way that it needed to to facilitate this type of situation. And it's, it's such an interesting story. And an interesting situation. Uh, like, what's it like working with him? And I know that he's taken an increased like backstage role as well. Yes, um, I'm 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 honored to work with a Christopher Daniels. I, I feel honored because when we purchased Ring of Honor, um, Chris had left to go to TNA, and I never really had the opportunity, except the few times he wrestled for Ring of Honor while he was still under contract before he left, to really know him the way I know him now and to really appreciate the talent that he truly is. And when I say talent, I, I, I'm talking about, I, I'm going to grant him almost legendary status. Mm-hmm. Uh, this man, not only is he a brilliant, brilliant tactician and worker, he's an incredible human being. And what he brings to Ring of Honor um when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is just so much more than his in-ring action. He's a good thinker. He's a great leader. And I, I like I said, I, I'm honored that. So it's been a year and a half, essentially, since the Destination America project ended. H- how do you look back on that experience? Oh, my God, it was terrific. Um, the people at 
the people at Destination America, Mark Getkind in, in particular, who's moved on to, uh, I think, Destination Science, couldn't have been a, a more supportive partner in bringing us to what I considered at that place a single, a single in-pattern spot for all of Ring of Honor to watch, as opposed to our local markets, which do incredibly well in their local markets, but we're on at different times. So I think it was a, I think it was really big for our brand expansion, and I'm forever grateful for that. I've always wondered, like how Sinclair approaches that because they are a syndication. They they run their own channels, but at the same time, owning Ring of Honor, they want to maximize. I would imagine what they can get out of ROH. So what? It, do you think that causes any conflict? Like, should we keep it on our own station? Should we? send it out like I'm, I'm confused about the approach how how does that go exactly well it actually works this way it's 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 it's, it's a very good question um when we ran on destination america and as we as we gladly run on the fight network and on our clearance in portugal and this, and even our clearance on comet which is a joint project of sinclair broadcast group and and mgm studios um, which came to being almost at the exact time that we stopped on Destination America. Comet was launched in almost 80 to 100. I, I, it's over 80 million homes available. Um, the local market television always comes first. So the first place you can see Ring of Honor, if you're a diehard fan, and we have lots of them, as you well know, will be in the local markets on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, depending on when they air. Even on Destination America, they had the sec they had the airing of in that same week, but after the weekend. So we didn't see it as anything more than a way to expand our reach because again, we're an over the air broadcaster, which is fantastic because we, we present our product for free and nobody has to really pay to get it if they don't choose to. Um, we are limited by regulation to X amount of coverage. In this case, it's thirty nine percent that our company in itself can own. We have an additional 10% on syndicated properties on cable and other TV stations. Plus, we are able to use Comet as, a, as an additional source. So having a national cable or a national distribution point where everybody can see it at the same time is always going to be important in, 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 our, in our goal to expand the brand. But we don't see the conflict because Sinclair, our stations in Sinclair, our local market stations, always get the first airing. Okay. It's fascinating. I may ha eventually have some follow-up questions for you in regards to that. Oh, I've got absolutely. a guy who does a lot of great analysis there. Yeah, absolutely. You, you all have this uh, New Japan partnership going. Now, this is particularly unique because you all run about six pay-per-views a year, but it seems like you all are running a lot more because there's so much talent exchange here that every time that there's a New Japan world show, it feels like, a New Japan ROH show, including the ones we saw this past weekend. Um, how's that partnership been going? I know that a lot of people have said that maybe that Ring of Honor gets the short end of the stick as it pertains to booking, but, I mean, uh, it seems like it's been a success as far as live events. Oh, my gosh, it's been a terrific, terrific partnership. They're great partners and they're great people to work with. Um, you know, I have heard the same thing about Ring of Honor getting the short end, and I, I'm not really sure what that really means, um, because what we get to see when Ring of Honor wrestles with New Japan, 
are the are the best in the world. And to watch those two cultures meet in the ring, you find out that there's only one language inside of the squared circle, and that's professional wrestling. And that style, and that style is so similar, and that core strategy is so similar. I think that's why we work so well together. And by the way, you can drop that squared. So I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> Seems so trite to say the squared circle. <laughs> so uh, Kevin Kelly is still doing some work with them. Is is that an awkward situation? No, not at all. He's still doing work for us. I think what happened is is that uh, we gladly uh, welcomed Ke- uh, Kevin into our, our Sinclair family as part of Ring of Honor. Um, but, you know, the New Japan Opportunity International um, was creating not a conflict any more than number of days he could be, he could be, he needed to be there versus the number of days we would have him. So we just felt it was just in, you know, in everyone's best interest to allow him to have the flexibility to do both. So um, Kevin, I, Kevin was, is going to be in Las Vegas. I mean, he, he hasn't left Ring of Honor in the way people think he's left Ring of Honor. Um, Kevin's, Kevin's got a lot of history with R- Ring of Honor. And by the way, Ian Riccoboni, who is just a terrific young man, is really one of Kevin's protégés. And Kevin's his mentor. And I, I think if you listen to Ian and listen to the way he calls a match, um, it's very, very deep. And there's a lot of depth to it and a lot of passion and belief, which is what makes good ring announcers so popular and so believable. But, you know, like anything, Ian's doing his second set of, 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 of matches. And as he matures and as the fans understand Ian's point of view, because that's what we're really talking about is a point of view, I think everyone's going to grow to love him the way we do internally. Just a couple more for you. Uh, you all introduced six-man tag team championships last year. What kind of uh, benefits and challenges has that presented you all as a company? Well, I'm not sure there's been any challenges. I mean, I, th- I probably should let Creative answer that more than Joe Coff. <laughs> um, I will tell you what the benefit of it is, is that it innovates. It's a brand innovation. But I think the best use of it so far, and by the way, they, you know, we had a tournament to determine the winner, and the winners are terrific. They're, they're three young, terrific artists, athletes, performers. But most recently in Columbus, we did a show called The Experience, and I'm looking forward to more of these because I think the fan experience to me is so important. We actually had the fans who came to that Columbus show choose the kingdom's competitors that night, which team, you know, the three people on the team. And I really found that to be interesting how the fans in the arena voted, and they voted through text. We set up a text, you know, a text short code for them. But that's what a six-man allows us to do because you're, you're calling on three people. And I will tell you that there was a battle up until the time we shut off the voting between the third and fourth choice, which I found really, really interesting from, uh, you know, from, from my perspective, but also knowing what was going on in the, in, with the fans because they were just texting in names, 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 not really knowing who was. But we saw that there was a lot of interest, and it tells us, from a analytical standpoint, which is really, really important, who is appealing to the fans and how to better use them perhaps in the future. And that six-man, that was a byproduct of our six-man tag because, like I said, it allowed us to have a real match, a real championship match, 
with our true tag team champions, our six-man tag team champions, with the, with the team of the fans' choice. It was fabulous. By the way, if you were there, it was fabulous. I wish I was there. That was a... Yeah, it was fabulous. <laughs> you all never so come to Cincinnati. You all got to come to Cincinnati. Well, we've been to Cincinnati. We 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 spent many times at the guard. You know, at the. Uh, yeah. It's been a I while. I want to say not the not the guard. It, it has been a while. I, I have to admit, you're uh, you you got me there. Um, but there were so many things that night for the fans. We had a raffle for a, a guest ring announcer. We had a raffle for a guest commentator who worked next to Ian Riccoboni mm-hmm. on the mic for a match. We had stipulations that we did on Facebook and and uh, social media, our Twitter page, to to figure out what kind of falls or, or how a match would be, how a match would be conducted. And I, I, I like that. I like that engagement and it's important to me. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, we see more of that. And I, I don't know why we wouldn't. It was very well, well accepted. Yeah. See, I live in Kentucky and nobody for a long time wanted to run Kentucky because of all the red tape here. There was a lot of, they make it an uphill battle to run in this state. It, it, well, not as much anymore, but, up until a few months ago, it was, it was very challenging. Um, I always like how you all put the ROH TV show online. Like, there's no reason anybody can't watch that show. It's on a delayed basis, but uh, is is that basic? Is that the the mindset we put this on so everybody can get a taste of Ring of Honor? Well, we put it on because we don't have a hundred percent of the country covered. Yeah, and and I think because of that, um, and because we also are free over-the-air broadcasters. We also feel that the television show should be available to everyone, no matter where they are, if they have an internet connection, to see the show. That's how we keep the brand going. Um, we have options. You know, we have options where someone can see it earlier, and we have a, 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 a ringside access that allows people to see the VODs, and you know, earlier, and get tickets earlier. But again, being being a free over-the-air broadcaster and someone who believes in in allowing people to get you know, to get that content for free, it was just natural that we do that. For those who might not have checked out Ring of Honor, uh, what would you say to them that may, would make them want to check out ROH 15th anniversary? I mean, obviously there's a lot of big names on this show from Jay Lethal to the Young Bucks to Adam Cole, Christopher Daniels, the Briscoes. There's a lot to offer on this this show. Yeah, I think that is, that's a statement in itself. I mean, you know, if Ring of Honor fans know our product. And there are wrestling fans who come to our shows, um, and I'm going to tell this anecdotally because it, it happens every time, every show we go to. Um, they come up to me, they seem to recognize me or know who I am, and they always tell me, first of all, thank you for bringing the show to their town, but then they tell me that they're first-time fans who've come to a first Ring of Honor show, and their comment is always, I can't believe I waited this long to see this kind of wrestling. And what I'm going to say to your readers, and I'm sure you have lots of readers, or, or is this on? Uh, is this a podcast or a? We'll be do, we'll be doing both. We'll have okay. The, yeah, okay. we'll have it up there. So to your listeners and to your readers, and, and thank you. And I'm sure there's lots of you out there. If you want to experience wrestling, professional wrestling, the way I believe it was intended to be presented, with incredible artistry, with incredible athleticism with a great story, with great energy, then I think Ring of Honor is a show. If you haven't seen it already, this is this is a show you should be seeing. Not this specific show. I would like it to be this specific show because the 15th anniversary, all of our anniversary shows 
have been really special with lots of surprises in it and lots of surprise outcomes. And that's what makes us unique. Um, I think that Ring of Honor has been very, very successful, and you being a wrestling follower can probably attest to this, that very little gets out about what's going to happen in our matches, and I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud of that because it, it, it says a lot about our organization and how important it is to us to always remember that it's the fan that, that, that pays our bills. And it, nothing needs to be known. Our, our, yeah, I would say for the most part, and you, again, you can either agree or disagree. When you come to a show, that's when you're going to see what you're going to see. Nobody's tweeting about it before. Nobody really has an idea of what. I give all of those kudos to Christopher Daniels, who you mentioned in the back, as well as the performer, our creative team. I think everyone in Ring of Honor knows who and what they are, and because of that, I think the shows we present and the surprises we're able to put forth without anyone knowing is a, diff is a big difference. Joe, I want to thank you so much for joining me. I hope to speak to you again. It was, it was great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.